Are you so, tired? I, I'm a little tired. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we're winding down the week here. So it's kind of interesting yeah. to, uh, Friday. it is, I'm, I'm excited. We're in the studio. We're in the studio a little bit later than normal. Yeah. It's like almost nine o'clock, which is. is both of our bedtimes. It's so. dark outside right now too. You it know, it's dark. really weird. Today, it, today has been very, very weird. Today's been a weird day for you. Yeah. It's been kind of a weird day for me too. Do you want to, yeah. you want to talk about it on the show? Sure. Why not? All right, let's go ahead and do this. To Corin Talks. I'm Emma Tuss. And I'm a relaxed Brandon Tuss. It's late here. It we is. Are, we, at the time of recording, recording it's like 8.45, so almost 9 o'clock. Which is kind of funny coming from someone of your age range. I realize that. Like, I, I've, I've gone through phases where... I'll, I'll like, like, for example, the last time that I actually went to school, like really went to school, like every morning, I'd go to bed at like 945. And then when quarantine happened, I didn't sleep really at all, like normal hours. And I was doing like 2am going to bed, 9am wake up, not good. And now that I'm on my melatonin, my really, my extra strength melatonin, I go to bed at like, oh my gosh, like 10 10, 15, like, yeah. I, I love to sleep. It's very important. It is very important. I know for me, it's very interesting because I start to get a little tired watching television between like 8.30 and 9 and I'll kind of nod off and then I'll wake up a little bit. I'll try to force myself to stay up till 9.30. Then I'll go do my, you know, pre-bed routine, basically brushing teeth, taking the CBD oil for inflammation, rocking some melatonin. And then I read about a chapter in my book and I'm out. Lights are usually off by 10 o'clock, which gives me roughly about, I'm going to say seven hours of sleep, seven mm. and a half hours of sleep, because my alarm goes off at 5.15. So I am more of a morning person than a night owl, but when I was your age, I was a night owl. I would stay up yeah. late. But I also got up early though too, so it's not that I wanted to get up early, but a lot of times I had to get up to go to a job or go to yeah. school, those types of things. So Well, I'm thinking this summer my bedtime might like go down the drain. The only, I feel like the only reason... I, I go to bed so early is because I don't really have much to do. Like I can talk to Tristan and I love to do that, but usually nighttime is his, is his friend time. He talks sure. with his boys. And I mean, I just like, I know how important sleep is. It's very, very important for me especially, but I've been having some serious sleep problems because I had a meeting with my my psychiatrist who is so cool, such a, such a good guy. And I was telling him that I have terrible nightmares, right? And he was like, well, you know that when you take melatonin, it kind of, your your brain relies on it very quickly. And then going to sleep without it's very difficult. And I had that problem today because I, I wanted a nap because I had a really rough morning and I really wanted to just take a nap and just like restart kind of. Like I wanted a second chance at the day. And gosh, 
three songs were stuck in my head. My leg wouldn't stop going. My brain was going like 30 miles an hour on all these thoughts and all these things. I was hearing dogs barking from like way down the street. Like I was just hearing things. My brain was like talking like crazy. It's like I'll close my eyelids and I see like a rave, like an EDM concert in my head. So it's almost like you have supersonic hearing at this point, kind of like you're a superhero and you can hear things. They're amplified, even though they're far away. It's really loud in your mind. It's like I see things too. Like there was a time where I'd shut my eyes and I'd see like flashes of like graffiti. Like I just like see streaks and colors and movement goes fast and slow and like it's really strange. It's wow. like it's like I'm dreaming, and then but you're dreaming while you're awake. Yeah. And what do you think that is? I don't know. I think it might be my new my new medicine or something. Yeah. It's got me really really like. I have a hard time like relaxing. It used to be I love to relax. I love to not move any of my body parts. And now I just, I like have a harder time not moving. Is there any chance you can get back on the old stuff? I could, Cause you, but I just want to try it. From my vantage, y- you don't seem much different to me now, aside from the fact that you've told me you, that you were biting your nails and you were being a little manic and you couldn't, you know, sort of sit still and relax. Yeah. But before you were like bubbly and happy and silly and doing all these other sorts of things. And then you made the change for one reason or another, which we don't have to go into on here, but now you're at this one. So I think the hard part is just kind of letting it dial in. I don't know how it yeah, works with, with kind of that kind of medication, but at least you got a good doctor who can help you out. Right. Yeah. And mom is pretty cool too. Well, yeah. I mean, she's, she's very concerned. Obviously we both are about where you're at because you've got a lot of, you got a like big, you've got a lot of big uh, life moments happening in the next two to three months. Yeah. And it's imperative that you get that dialed in because the one thing you don't want to have happen is you don't want to go into a college situation not being level because you're going to be in a new environment with new people, new place. So just, and we've got plenty of time to think about that. I'm just kind of thinking yeah. the sooner we can get that dialed in, the better, but because you've got a good, uh, you've got a good doctor, he's going to hook you up. You know what we could talk about? What can we talk about? I went to party city today. Oh my gosh. Well, it it's about that time. Party City. I remember going to Party City as a kid and being like, oh my God, this place is so cool and so exciting. The one near us is like dodgy, terrible. I went in there. I haven't been in there since Billy's graduation. So a long time right, ago. It's been a couple of years. And it like, there's like lights are flickering and it smelt like glue. And there was like this, this ring like, I think it's, like, from a fluorescent light that's, like, about to die, and just this, like, this low pitch, like, ringing. But the more you're, like, oh, it rings annoying, like, the louder it gets. And I went to go get my, like, my plates and everything, and and they didn't have the color I really wanted for plates. Like, Why did I got, you buy them? Because I got, like, I got, like, the ones, like, that were, that worked better, I thought. Like, I thought they were a pretty smart idea. What um, color are they? They're just blue. Oh, but, okay. But I wanted to have like the like more stuff on them, but I was like, I want to get out of here right now. Yeah. Mom told me to go get stuff, so I'm gonna get stuff. Well, we could have gotten them from Amazon too. I mean, I mean, yeah, but Mom sent us out. Like it was a whole. It was mission. a big deal. It was a whole thing. Yeah, and like there was this woman who had FaceTime on in the store, like full volume. I don't know how people. Like like me and Bailey and like everyone I know has such bad anxiety. And then there's those people who seem to not 
care at all about anybody else. To not be aware enough that you are having a loud conversation in the middle of a place, not on earbuds or no. AirPods. And she was standing in line and she had this, this woman on the phone was just talking her ear off and she was like, mm, going through like the bottle, like, like the, um, like a cup, like basket in the store. And I'm like, Gosh, the balls she has, because I couldn't do that. I I get nervous being on FaceTime when you guys are here. When I'm having a phone call, I need to be by myself. I basically shut myself in my closet yeah. to have a phone call. Because if anybody else around me knows that I'm talking, I feel, maybe it's just who I am, but I feel like it's rude if you're doing that. Now, yeah. I know there's people that need to take like an emergency phone call, but if you're standing in line at the grocery store and you're on you know, like speakerphone with the person who's talking to you. We don't need to hear all of that. Right, yeah. Like step outside. You know, I'm old enough to know of time when there wasn't cell phones. So you just had to be around your telephone at home. Now we have cell phones. I love that. But I also am very aware that there are some people that don't follow Maybe there's like an etiquette piece that needs to be taught. I don't know. It just, yeah. it really seems strange to me that you had that experience. But the, the lady who checked us out at Party City, her name was Veronica. Oh. She was so sweet and she is too good for Party City. I will tell you that right now. Do you think she dates an Archie or a Reggie? No, not like that. <laughs> she was so sweet and she seemed really frazzled. The lady in front of us was like... Is she a, really young, was she a younger kid? Yeah, I think so. I think she was probably like 19 or 20. Well, didn't you used to hang out with somebody who worked at Party City back in the yeah, day? Yeah, one of my really good friends used to yeah. work at Party City. He doesn't anymore. I don't talk to him anymore even. I haven't yeah. talked to him in years. But he used to, and he would tell me things about Party City. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of weirdos that go in there. Well, a lot of weirdos and that like Party City is some like illegal stuff as oh. far as like keeping kids who aren't supposed to be working those hours. Oh, gotcha. Like, like over. Because there's restrictions mm -hmm. on age limits. Like if you're 16. Times too. Yeah. Like you can't work after nine because then there's a curfew for kids and you don't right. have like, your full license. Stuff like that. And I'm like, yikers. But well, um, I'm yeah. grateful you went because I do not care for Party City in the least. Ew. I do not like to go in there. Usually when I go in there, there's, well, last time I was in there was for Bailey's graduation as well. So two years yeah. ago, you go in there, it's usually pretty crazy having to pick up balloons. There's kids running around. There's all sorts of, it's just like way too many colors. It probably wasn't the best for you since you're on sensory overload right now to go into yeah. a place like that. The only the only worst experience I could imagine would be if you had gone into a hot topic when they're oh playing like God, speed yeah. metal and having black lights and strobes flashing or all you're over like, the place. You're like, how do I even shop in here? Right. But yeah. And <laughs> mom told me to go in and order balloons, right? And my mind's like, oh my God, I have to talk to someone. No, 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 no. So what I did was I thought smarter and I went on the website and I had them delivered to our house on the 29th. So then we have to go to Party City at all. Oh, that's we nice. Can just, we can they just offer that? mark out that part and have them delivered to the house. They do a delivery option? They do, yeah. Oh, that's kind of sweet. And I get to pick up what I want and I get to specify. Did you get wildcat colors at least? Yes, I did. Okay. I got blue and black and like silver. Okay. What's the black for? Do you have black in your logo too? Mm, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I always thought it was like blue and white. Well, cause blue. like, like the, the, the black like outlines the white, if that makes sense. Okay. Is that okay? Um, yeah. Black balloons to me signify Oh no, like, they're not black balloons. They're blue balloons. But they have, they have like, like black congrats grad on them. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah that's fine. Okay. We, that we makes get sense. any black things. Like blue well, plates, don't they have blue like, napkins. Don't they have like your high school specific balloons you can get from them? 
there? Did they I have... mean, I, I had like the exact colors. Okay. They I've didn't have like wild a Lake cats. Norman Wildcats or I anything? I think so. Okay. Right. You have to get like a, like a custom like L-A-K-E balloon. That's a lot of work. Oh, and that's crazy. We us. are the lake. You're good. Yeah. Well, but, that's fun. But that was an experience. Then we went out and there were like all these people sitting in the parking lot. And we're like, oh my God, let's just go home. Well, let's they're probably afraid to go anywhere because they might run out of gas. I mean, clearly this is a, this is another moment in history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's over now. For I don't know if you knew this or not, but well, the I gas know, shortage yeah. has gotten a lot better. There's still some pumps right now that are without gas, but for the most part, the um, the hackers who knocked down the colonial, you know, the pipeline, they have since I guess relinquished control of it, and it is now back online. It's going to take a few days for everything to get back to normal, but um, there's still going to be some gas stations that don't have gas. But there's, I've noticed a lot of people just like sitting in their cars. So I don't know if it's because they don't want to drive anywhere. I saw a random RV parked in our parking lot today. I'm thinking they probably were driving somewhere and they ran out of gas. So they just pulled over there and who knows? I don't know what's going on, but it's just really, really interesting. It's like one thing after another. So, you know, we, when we talk on this podcast, we talk, we started this podcast during quarantine and it seems like it's gotten better. And then there's things that get a little bit weird and it's like, we don't know what, what's up and what's down. I don't know. And it was like, it was funny because Mr. Sparks, my, um, my history teacher, he was talking about the, when it first happened like a couple days ago and yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I was sure. like, I was like just kind of zoning out, but it was in the background and he was like, guys, there is no, like we have plenty of gas, Do just how the panic. gas is getting. Don't right. panic. And then right. the problem was that everybody panicked and bought all the gas they could find and then no one else could have any. So it's a, it's a classic example of what happens when you tell people things and they freak out. Like when, when COVID started, everyone went to the store and bought all the paper towel and toilet paper and hand sanitizer they could find. And it, and it was like, you guys, you're taken away from other people too. Like, just be calm. Like, stay yeah, calm. It creates a mass hysteria. And I, I don't, I don't think the governor did himself any favors by declaring a state of emergency so early because when people hear state of emergency, they immediately go into a hoarder mentality. Right. I was speaking to a woman at work who told me she saw a video of a person filling up plastic grocery bags yeah full of gasoline in what planet does a walmart plastic bag hold gasoline right. those things leak all the time why would you think to you could put liquid in there not only yeah. that but gas i got gas in the back of my vehicle on sunday when i was transporting some gas cans to the boat just a little splash and it still reeks in the car. Yeah. I can't even imagine someone is filling up a plastic grocery bag full of gasoline. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to get it in the car? You're going to put it in your mouth and spit it in the tank? She can like just tie the bag up like a little Like this bag? makes no it. sense. You are absolutely right. There is plenty of gasoline. It's just when people hear that there's not going to be enough of something, they immediately go out and try and buy all of it. People just freak out. I don't get it. I just... And it's almost embarrassing. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little concerned because we're leaving in a couple days. You know, after this podcast drops, we've got one sleep before we're heading to the banks. And the banks is like a 400-mile trip. So, yeah, we could probably make it there on one tank of gas, but I definitely need to get gas there. And I'm thinking to myself, well, the Outer Banks, you know... 
is there going to be more gas over there? Is there going to be less gas over there? Are more people going to be traveling over there? What are the roads going to be like? Like all these sorts of things. I had this vision where we, you know, run out of gas on the side of the road and we have to wait and, you know, go rooting around through old barns with a bunch <laughs> of hillbillies chasing us with freaking chainsaws trying to get, you know, to more yeah, gasoline. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty much just like rural and you hit ocean. Like, Whenever something nothing. like this happens, I immediately think of like the walking dead universe. I think yeah. of not the zombie part, but the part where you're like roaming from place to place trying to figure out, okay, is there enough gasoline in this thing? Do we have to take this motorcycle here? What can we do? You know, it's like yeah. all these things. It, it kind of seems almost as if this is crazy. And you know why? We've never experienced this in my lifetime. Yeah. You know, there's like, Grandma would tell you back in the 70s, there was huge gas shortages, more so than there was now. There was lines for days to get to get gasoline. And it probably had something to do with trouble in the Middle East and war and stuff like that. But there's there's always been these things. But I feel like we're so conditioned right now because of whether it's the quarantine, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it was, you know, the 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 shootings that involve the the Asian culture, whether it's the presidential race of 2000, you know, 20. All these things, it feels like it's one after the other and we just need to take a breath, calm down and realize there's more than enough for everybody. And it's always like, you guys, do I need to remind you we're on this tiny little rock right now? It's a beautiful blue marble. It's a marble, but it's also tiny and we're tiny. And we have to remember that we're all in this together. And it feels a bit irresponsible to be putting gas in Walmart bags. Yeah, it does feel a little, it's a little little, over the top. That's a little crazy. I think that we'll figure it out. I don't think it's that big of a, of an issue. I'm not downplaying the people who like to plan and who like to prep. I appreciate that. And you know, it's good that you have, you know, all this canned goods and you've got your bug out bag and you've got your arsenal and cache of weapons in the event that the grid goes down. However, I feel like we don't need to be running out and buying it. Now, all that to say, when we found out about this late Monday night, we were sitting downstairs watching television and mom broke the news because she she got a text from one of our clients who was coming in for a meeting that lives in North Carolina as well. And her town was already completely out of gas. And I did not want to leave the house. I did not want to drive to the gas station at nine o'clock at night. Again, we started talking at the beginning of the episode about sleep. You know, I'm usually, I'm done. I'm in the house by eight o'clock and then I'm in bed by like nine, nine thirty. So what did we do? We got in the car. You did? We drove to Rushco. We picked ourselves up. We topped off mom's tank. Mom had like, mom had more than a half a tank. But we went and topped off just because we didn't know when we were going to be able to have it. And because we're down a car, because our other car's in the shop, we figured, well, we better get it. Bailey went out the next day, filled up her tank. Clark hasn't moved. I don't know how much tank Clark has. More than half. Okay. But you should be good. But all that to say, in in, in a couple days, it's going to be over. It's going to be fine. There's going to be plenty of gas. But, you know, we... I don't want to say we bought into the hysteria, but I was worried about everybody else. Like, what are people going to be doing? Are they going to be going and filling up gas gas cans? Are they going to be filling up all their cars, even though they're not driving all the cars? It's like, my goodness, when does it end? Right. But I think it's, you know what? We are human. It's just what we do. It's it's kind of our new normal right now. We're just feeling things out. It's kind of just like jump to like the absolute worst yeah, I mean, like I, to be prepared. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stress that goes that's gone gone along with you know COVID. 
So I think people are just overly cautious. They, they just know how important. And I started thinking the other day, like, you know, when we were in quarantine for the first few months, we had every bit of grocery delivered to us. We had every single thing we needed was delivered to us. We never really went out. I don't think we left. I don't think we left the cul-de-sac for like a month once. Like, I think we just kind of stayed here the whole time. Yeah. We didn't even go into a grocery store. We, we certainly didn't go to a restaurant. And we just got used to having things come in. And then I thought, if we don't have fuel, how do those people get to us? How do the people who drive deliver groceries get to us? Or how DoorDash. does DoorDash yeah. get there? You know, what happens with school buses? Like all these sorts of things started playing in my head. And I'm thinking to myself, man, fuel's important. Yeah. Like fuel is huge in our life. Like imagine if we didn't have our vehicles. And this is where, you know, we were talking kind of jokingly about conspiracy theories. Like, oh, isn't it interesting that this happened right around the time that Elon Musk hosted Saturday Night Live? Oh, he God. wants everybody to buy electric cars. I'm, and this is totally just joking. Mm -hmm. But we were going through these, you know, well, like maybe it's the Democratic Party who's doing it. Like all these weird sort of conspiracy theories. And I don't give them any weight. But it's really interesting that... If they can do this to a pipeline, this like dark side, dark side group that claims uh -huh. ownership of this hack, if they can do it with that, what's stopping them from doing it with the healthcare system or with the grocery system or the point of sale system at small cakes? Like what stops them from doing that? Maybe they already have. Just don't I know think, about well, it. and I think it's because they like to hit, hit people where it hits, hurts the most. And that's, it could be, maybe it's a climate change group that's trying to figure out how can we burn less fuel, you know, or maybe it was the gasoline industry that, per, that promoted it to, you know, it create the demand, you know, who knows? I, I don't buy into conspiracy theories, but it's just so interesting that it's one thing after another after yeah, another. And I think it's, it's our weird. reaction that does it for us. It is weird. You're right. It is a little bit sketchy. And I think I think it's such a strange like I, I never would have like thought that would be what was gonna happen next. Like I right. never see these things coming. Yeah, well, when we wouldn't. We wouldn't. Right. Yeah. What's interesting though is it is I was speaking again to someone at work today and they said that the the hackers had issued an apology. Like, you know, we're sorry. We didn't realize it was going to impact as many people. We were just trying to prove a point, blah, 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 yada, yada, whatever it was. And we were thinking right there, it's got to be a high school kid. Oh, no. Don't you think it's like a group of like high school hackers I that bet, are just I doing... Bet, probably. They, they mastered how to change their grades in the computer system. They figured, you know, aside from making a woman like in weird science, what can we do? Hey, let's disrupt the grid and let's... uh take down this uh, pipeline that's causing all this pollution. I don't, I don't like, know. But it's so interesting to me because your generation is so smart, I wouldn't put it past them to be able to do something like we're that. We're smart, we're very apologetic. You are, you are. Yeah. That's your, that's your generation. Every, everyone is so scared people to be mad at them. Like everyone gets really nervous to be disliked, so they have to like be sorry. And no one knows who the hackers really are, right? No one knows like names. So they're no. just saying sorry because they want to clear their conscience. It's true. Do you, yeah. do you prescribe to like conspiracy theories? I used to a little bit. Yeah. Do you have any like that you are familiar with? There were some really dumb ones. Like there, there was, there was some that were like, you know, um, like the jet streams in the sky, yeah. like the lines, the white lines. Yeah. It was like the government dumping toxins on us to brainwash us. It's like their way of spreading things. There, there were some um, that were like uh, the earth is flat, which is so flat ridiculous. Earthers, yes. So ridiculous. Um, 
Let me think of. Have you heard? Have you heard of simulation theory? Yeah, where it's like (laughs) we're in a simulation. Yeah, like we're all living in the matrix. I I can't do too much um, conspiracy theories because they make me genuinely very uncomfortable. Oh, so you, so you don't believe them, but they make your brain go as if they could be real. Right, they could be, and that's what scares me. Like I'm very easily frightened by like non-earthly things like if anybody ever mentions like aliens or anything i get very nervous because i know what i know and i don't like that i don't know things and it makes me very like uh anxious you do have to believe though that there are aliens in this, i know in this for, i know there has to be but yeah. i don't want to think they're just these little green guys no that, i don't that think so possible. i don't think so i think they're probably really nice they're probably you know we're probably living in a snow globe and we're on the alien's desk. And every now and again, the alien picks it up and shakes the snow globe. And that's when all these crazy things happen in our world. Oh Either that or they're, they're millions of light years away and they're watching us on a closed circuit television. And it's like reality TV for them. Oh my gosh, look at what the humans on the blue marble are going to do today. Jeez. They're going to stand in line for gas even when there's no gasoline there. I know. It's just that, see, to me, that brings me peace because it, it it tells me that there's a sense of humor. That's the only thing. If they just showed up and started shooting at us like in Independence Day or one of those, you know, alien movies, then I'd have a problem with it. I like to think that we're the alien, or the aliens are like the ones from The Simpsons with the big one eye uh-huh. and they're just like, hey, Zorp, you know, yeah. whatever. And they're just shaking the snow globe and we're inside of it. I don't know. They're like... There are all kinds of things that I find very strange with a lot of like, um, like the Illuminati was a really big one sure. a couple of years back. Everyone was talking about it and now it's kind of gone away, which I think is interesting. Well, and then there's like the, the whole Pizzagate thing and the- At se- Chuck E. Cheese? Well, no, Pizzagate was where there was, you know, something going on. I can't remember. I'd have to look it up, but oh. it's another, it was another conspiracy where it was like this black market and, and there's also that- um, the eating the children's friggin', you know, whatever it was that Hillary Clinton was running or Bill Gates was oh, like all these God. different conspiracy theories. I don't well, know. I, I, I did love that. There were some that were like, um, about like brands, like how, um, Dasani is salty water. So it makes you drink more. That was one that I thought was interesting. What about Wayfair? I don't know what that is. Wayfair is a is a I company need. that sells yes, Wayfair, you can just what I need. They sell like homewares yeah. and all of their um clo excuse me, all of their like couches and chairs are named like Priscilla or Abby. Oh right. So that so it was like, like a like front sex for sex trafficking. Yeah. So you you buy a woman with a couch? Yes. Which is sucky because like my my glasses are named Percy. Like I Warby Parker. Is she living in the wall? No, Warby Parker names all their things. I like when people when people name clothes. I think it's pretty. Like I, I've I've seen like sweatshirts that have like a name to it, like a really pretty name. I do think the Chuck E. Cheese one is very fascinating. Yeah. So just so you know, the PizzaGate one. Uh-huh. It, apparently, the personal email account of Hillary Clinton's campaign manager was hacked in a phishing attack, and then WikiLeaks published uh, something in November 2016. Basically, the P- Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claimed that the emails contained coded messages that connected several high-ranking Democratic Party officials and U.S. restaurants 
with an alleged human trafficking and child sex ring. Oh no. Yeah, which was that was it was completely debunked. It is not accurate. Oh, okay. But I mean, some dude from, of course, North Carolina went to a pizza joint to investigate the conspiracy theory and he fired a rifle inside the <gasps> restaurant to break oh. a lock on the door in a storage room. Um, and of course, you know, right. they arrested him and probably threw him in jail. But like, that's how crazy it was. This guy actually thought oh that Hillary Clinton was running a human trafficking ring. So, I mean, all that to say, these conspiracy theories sometimes get really crazy and you really have to be mindful of where you're keeping your energy. Yeah, I got to be very, very, very careful about that stuff because it can really get in my head. Like a while, a while back, a couple years ago, I went through a phase of these videos of like, like horror, like really scary encounters. And it got in my head so bad. I was so scared because during like 2016, there was that like, um, it was like like the clown apocalypse where there was like oh, just clowns they were just showing everywhere. Up, clowns showing, showing up. up. Yeah, and that's it weird. was so I, pictures scary. Pictures of that are scary. Right. And it was like, why? And as a kid in middle school, I'm like, why is this happening? Can I still walk my dog? Like, do I need to be scared? Like, it was really scary time to go outside. Well, it's like that Slenderman stuff, you know, oh, like yeah. that kind of stuff too. Those whatever creepy pasta stories, you know, whatever they are, those can be very, very frightening yeah, they because they're so out. real. But it just shows, it goes, goes to show you how amazingly creative humans are that they will get our minds to think about these sort of things like flat earth or pizza gate or you know uh, a simulation theory like someone cooked that up in their brain the problem is is when you start to believe it and you start to act upon it yeah. that's when it gets you fracture the lines between what's real and what's not I'm scared I'm going to have nightmares. Oh, really? No, you're not tonight. You're not going to have nightmares. Well, I was I was playing Little Nightmares, that game you play. Oh, God. When they, You know, it's kind of cute, though, because when you die, you just, you're just you just curled up in a little ball and you yeah, just regenerate you right wake there. Up. I'll tell you what, when those things are like chasing after me, those big fat people and the sound, are you, please tell me you're playing it with yeah. headphones. Okay. The headphones make it because you hear stuff. It's it's like bi bi oral yeah. or whatever they call it. It comes in the left side of your ear, the right side of your ear, Freaky. and you have to run and jump and slide. And oh my, it's God. really fun. I'm playing it right now, and I'm, and Tristan's watching. I don't think he likes it though. I think it he's is really such, bored. Well, but, compared to like your GTAs where it's like action packed, this is more yeah. of a this is what they call a stealth game. You have to sneak around to get there, and I am not a sneaker. Yeah. I got to run through. Me shit. too. Me too. And I die all the time. I must have died 500 times clearing that game. But I did clear it. Yeah. And I only had to cheat twice. Okay. And when I cheat, I basically look, look like, it up like, how do I get past this big fat guy or this jack in the box with the giant arms? Right. Sorry, spoiler alert. Oh. Yeah, there's some crazy shit that goes on in that game, man. Yeah, but it's, it's so a freaky cool. game. But the sound and the soundtrack is so haunting. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. The friggin' psycho geisha at the end scares the Hades oh out God. of me. Oh my God. When you get to the end, oh. You're spoiling for me. Sorry. You're going to love, you'll forget all about it. But it's a beautiful game. I don't know. But you will not have nightmares tonight because before you go to bed, you're going to say to yourself, tonight I'm going to dream about this. And that's what you're going to dream about. So what are you going to dream about? Tonight I want to dream about riding a Pegasus through clouds of cotton candy. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Well, is, is there, can you put a sidecar on your Pegasus? Can yeah, I ride Tristan, alongside oh, you? Yeah, two sidecars. You on one side and Tristan on the other nice. and we're all recording a podcast together. And <laughs> can it rain Skittles? I don't like Skittles. But only the cups. grape ones. Oh. 
Ooh, I like the red ones better. I do like the red ones too. Red and grape. The red, red and, and grape. Red and but they're really good together. You eat them together purple. sometime. They're really good. Yeah. But that would be just, so fun. I just want to eat yogurt in my dream. It was funny. We were listening to some music today at an event and I put on some jazz music at the end of the day just to kind of bring everything down and there was a little zen. And um, the song from Willy Wonka came on in the jazz. Imagination song? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a really good song. And it made me think of just a chocolate river or just picking up uh, lollipops and sucking on them or big gigantic gummy bears. Like, oh my gosh. Can you tell I'm like, totally need some sugar? Well, I did. I did have before my eight o'clock curfew. I did have two of your delicious cookie snacks. I gotta make more. You do. Your cookies are about. I, gone. I gotta. I gotta do a whole bag of chocolate chocolate chips. Well, here's the thing. We leave on Saturday. We're gone for, for a week. week we yeah. get back, and then we've got a party crasher crashing this party. Yeah, I gotta wait a bit then. Yeah, so you know who's coming. Tristan. Uh, Grandma. Yeah. Grandma and she Aunt coming. Anne. Grandma's coming. Yeah. It's like. I'm really scared she's she's gonna want me to drive her around places. She does. She wants you to she she actually wants you to drive her up to Boone. Are you cool with that? No, I'm oh, come scared. On. You are not scared. Stop saying that. You you only ask for what you want. You are not scared. You are empowered. You are strong. You are smart. You are kind. You are impotent. Can we end the pod so I can go take my melatonin? I just want to make sure that you are going to follow through with your commitment and you're going to dream of Pegasuses yeah. and cotton candy clouds and Skittles raining from the sky. Yeah, that's what I want. All right. And, and then and peanut butter cups. And then the next time we record, we're going to be at the beach. Yeah. Do you think we can record outside? Do you think we get the... Um, <laughs> I think it might be like the wind might get Too windy. the interference with the mics. Yeah. And, and we've come to, we've come to provide our audience with a scintillating sensationally delicious ear candy podcast. We don't want to mess with that. But we'll definitely haul the board with us and we'll do some uh, some beach, some pool. We're going to play some Bunko. It's going to be rocking, bro. Yeah. It's going to be good. Well, see, this wasn't that bad, was it? Yeah, it wasn't I feel better. I'm ready to dream about Pegasus and Cotton Candy tonight. So thank you for that. I'm ready to rest my noggin and and cool it. Well, (laughs) I know this is late and I appreciate you doing this because it's the only time we could squeeze it in. And you, my friend, are a gamer. Not just in Little Nightmares, but in the game of life. You are winning. And I love you very much. Oh, you actually did it. I love you too. I'm trying that. And I feel like you need it tonight too. Thank you. I feel like you need it. Today's been a doozy. But your hair still looks killer. Thank and you. And I heard you're getting cut tomorrow. I get it done tomorrow. I get oh, a trim. Maybe we should talk a little bit about that layers. the next time we're around. Talk about your cut and trim and our ride to the yeah. beach and if we ran out of gas and got chased into a shed uh, of horrors by a bunch of hillbillies. God, I hope not. No, nah, we won't. Okay. Sorry, I got to yawn first. Yep, yawn <laughs> and bring us out. This has been Corn Talks. Thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of our listeners. Don't you forget your worth. We love you here. We love you. And we will see you again on Monday. On Monday. Have a good weekend, you guys. All right. Bye, Emma. Bye. Good night.